All right. Brand new Modern Problem Show tonight. This is Davey Love broadcasting from Royal Fox Studio, 415 Howe Ave, Shelton, Connecticut. Let me introduce you to the cast of characters. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Next to me. She's healing. She's appealing. If you get what I'm feeling, give it up for Soramar Estrada. What an introduction. Hello, beautiful souls. All right. Across from her, we got the man, the myth, the legend. Give it up for Mike Tepper, the hot stepper. Hello. (laughs) All right. And this show would not be possible without the man. He came straight from solving crimes from his dojo. The producer extraordinaire. Gun. Sounds like a modern problem to me, Davey. Oh. All right. Tonight's show is brought to you by The Remedy. TheRemedy.care. Hit them up for your CBD needs. If you're in Connecticut, shop local. 43 North Colony Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. Hit them up. Tepper, tell them about your favorite coffee that you just had. You know what, Davey? I'd love to, but first I gotta ask Shogun if you could bring the music down a little. You want to produce something here, producer? Bring it down a little. What are we bring producing? It, bring it down a little. Bring it down a little. Bring it down a little more. A little more, a little more. How low can you go? Bring it down. How low can you go? There we go. That's nice. That's perfect. Let me tell you about our next sponsor. Hi AF Coffee, baby. I just drank some. I'm feeling good. What did I have? What do we got over here? That's the bag right there. You hear that? Yeah, baby. We got AJ's Blend Dark Roast. Woo! A blend of Sumatran, Ethiopian, and Brazilian coffees with deep notes of chocolate and balanced acidity. That's some good shit. You just made that sound really sexy. (laughs) Damn right I did. (laughs) And where can you find them? You can find them at highafcoffee.com. And Soramar, tell them about our other sponsor... Introducing Mindful Serenity Soul. Here to enlighten your heart, expand your mind. Namaste. (laughs) Bringing you the best healing, the better life coaching, and getting you ready for the next level. Can you feel it? Ooh, get your soul right. Woo! Find me at mindfulserenityhealing.com. Shogun, tell them about... The place where the magic happens. All the independent artists that want to record their music, their podcasts, all their creative content, they come here to Royal Fox Studio. Where? Royal Fox Studio. I said where. And where is it located, sir? That's in Shelton, Connecticut. What is your address? 415 Howe Avenue. There you go, baby. That's right. Sell it. Sell it, Shogun. Sell it. Sweet We also have Antonio's, home of the mac and cheese pizza. Oh, yes. So go see Chris. Ask for Chris. And tonight we got a big show. We got uh Michael Lohan. Oh yeah. It's gonna be good. 
Uh, next week, we have Mystic Bowie. Yeah. And he's going to talk about Talking Dreads and a bunch of stuff. And Tepper, you know him very well. I have toured the world with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that's going to be the last show of the year. So we're going to have a wrap-up. We're going to have uh, our favorite things of 2020. You know, like Oprah has her favorite things. Oh, the yeah. Best of the best. You get a dildo and you get a dildo. Everyone gets a dildo. Everyone? Well, I mean, definitely <laughs> Shogun. Oh, my God. They're yeah. under my seat. <laughs> You're excited. I'm excited. For, for what? I mean, why wouldn't you For this you be, uh, giveaway. You know? Oh, all right. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, so, I am doing a giveaway. You are? I okay. I'm $800 off from private coaching. Wow. So go on my social media, my Instagram, Mindful Serenity to... Um, Apply eight hundred off. Eight hundred dollars off. Wow! Wow! Tis the season of giving. And also, you guys can find out all the info on modprobshow.com, our yeah, website. Yeah. We have everything. You could follow us. You can stalk us. You could read about our personal lives and what we do and everything else. So that's our feedback. <clears throat> Some feedback is nice. Uh-huh. And the, <laughs> another big announcement: the first show of the year. Of 2021. You know what? 2020 has been tough on us all. But you know what? I was like, fuck that. You know? I'm going to go off and start 2021 with a fucking bang. Who we got? We got. I'm so excited. The 2012 Penthouse Pet of the Year. The owner of Sugar Taco in LA. Nicole Aniston. You know, she does an OnlyFans page where she does like those bowls that you were talking about, but she does them naked. Really? Yeah. That's what I got to do? It's a bat in the ring. Like singing bowls? Yes. So she's doing oh, spiritual gotta... healings no and stuff nude on well, her OnlyFans. So, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Damn. baby. I got to revamp my business. Well, geez, that would you, you <laughs> that would be that would have to be eight hundred dollars off five thousand right. dollars to see Soramar and OnlyFans. I got the magic touch. <laughs> Man, Shogun, you better. Uh, Was that some better, Marvin Gaye healing going on? <laughs> so yeah, tonight we got a good show. Um, so tune in. Hello, Michael Lohan. It's Davy Love. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, good. Uh, you want me to introduce you to the cast of characters? Are you ready? Sure, why not? All right. Uh, diagonal for me, we have your old friend, Mike Tepper, the hot stepper. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, Mike. How are you? Good. Uh, next to me, we have our uh, healer, holistic healer, Soramar Estrada. Hi, sweetie. Hi, sure. How are you? Good. And uh, across from me, we have our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Shogun. Hey, Mike. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So uh, how are things with you? How, how's everything going? Things are going great. We're actually super busy down here. We just expanded our program and we got into the whole wellness side of treatment. And uh, it's doing so well. They asked us to franchise our wellness center. So it's oh, getting nice. Out. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. They definitely need that because a lot. What I wanted to talk to you tonight a lot about is like the shortage of rehabs in this country and what everyone's uh, dealing with in 2020 with the addiction rates skyrocketing and the opioid overdoses uh, resulting in deaths. Like, 42% of uh, overdoses have resulted in deaths now. So that's that's like the highest rate it's ever been. Well, you know, and the, the sad part is that alcoholism is shadowing 
um, you know, the opioid epidemic when alcoholism is increasing too. Right. So, you know, people aren't talking about alcohol, but because of the pandemic, more people are isolating, they're losing their jobs, they're depressed, and people are resorting to drinking and using drugs. Right, right. And there's no place for them to go like now. A lot of the rehabs are gone, which is, I'm so happy to hear that yours are franchising, so. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, there's, there's still a lot of them out there. A lot have been shut down because of the practices that they were following. Right. But at the same time, it's cookie cutter, and we'll get into that. That's the reason why people aren't getting better. It's because it's just the same thing over and over again. 30-day pro traditional programs don't work. Right. They don't work. Right. The success rate isn't that great for them. I know, like, luckily for me, you know, I'll knock on wood here. I've been sober 24 years, and off the first rehab I went to, I was the one out of the 24 that stayed sober because that's, because, because, that's the rate. Because, but because you chose to. Right. Because when you look at it, there's some people that go to treatment once and they get it right, like you did. Right. There's people that take five times or 10 or 15 times. Yeah. But what's the difference in the first time and the last time they went to treatment? They learned the same thing every single time. It was the same program over and over again. Right. It's just the fifth or 10th time, they just said, this is it. I'm done. And they stopped. Right. It's a decision. Right. Now, what would you say is, uh, is the difference between uh, the the therapy that's going on now that's working compared to the therapy that's not working? Well, it's like I said, I don't think much therapy is working. The therapy that the, the therapies that do our breakthrough are the ones that aren't just cookie cutter where you're just talking to the brain. Right. Because in traditional treatment centers, what do people do? They go to detox, then they go to a treatment center. First of all, when they go to detox, they're only getting detox for three, five, or seven days. Right. For alcohol, benzos, or even suboxone, it's three, five, or seven days is simply not enough. You can't, it's impossible to detox someone in that amount of time. Mm -hmm. It takes weeks or even over a month to detox in those substances. Right. So they're getting out of detox, they're going to treatment, and they're still detoxing. So are they really cognizant enough to really understand the treatment they're getting, the DBT, CBT, EMDR, or the deep trauma therapy? No, right. they're not in a position to do that. Right. And it's not really the treatment center's fault. It's the insurance companies because they won't pay for more than that. Right. Yeah. So, That's another thing we all wanted to get into about that. But but then when they go when we send people to treatment, they're getting one-on-one -on -one therapy, they're getting group therapy, they're getting big book studies, AA, it's all talk therapy. Right. So what we're doing is talking to the brain when we should be healing the brain. And what I mean by healing is there, there's things like cryotherapy, hyperbaric chamber, there's neurotherapy, where neurofeedback, EM, uh, there's um, T TMS is amazing. And then you have, there's something called IASIS out there, which is uh, microcurrent stimulation of the brain. Right. So if you, if you start healing the brain first and which can expedite the detox process, then people are more cognizant enough to get treatment. Right. So the whole medical part, instead of talking to the brain, we have to heal the brain. And once they start adding that, then you're going to see a big difference. But the problem is insurance companies don't pay for all that medical stuff. Mm -hmm. They only pay for the regular traditional treatment. So I do the medical stuff at no charge. And that's why we're having really great results. Wow. I saw I saw a lot of that. There's a couple actors that were dealing with uh, some major problems, and you volunteered to help them out and to give them free rehab and everything else. And I appreciate that seeing you do that and spreading the message. 
Well, it's about, you know, to me, it's about helping people. It's not about the money. And that's one of the problems with the, like you said, with the industry and places closing down. Right. It's because people put money before clients mm -hmm. and, and you can't do that. It, you know, when, when the treatment industry started off years ago, it was people that were doctors and psychiatrists and people that were really into treatment. But when Wall Street and private investors saw how much money was being made in the treatment industry, everyone jumped on the bandwagon and they destroyed it because then they took shortcuts. And instead of spending money on advertising like Seafield on Long Island does or Palm Partners spent millions a month, instead they they patient broker and they pay for clients to come into the treatment centers. Mm. So it, it makes it even more about money than it does about people getting better. Right, right. A lot of them, too, I see are like almost like good ways for people to rehab their uh, career as well, which is the sad part of them taking advantage and not wanting to stay sober for that reason. Right. You know, well, you have. Yeah, no, you're right. A hundred percent. They do. And, you know, there's there's so much to talk about when it comes to this, because when people go to treatment, a lot of people have lost their jobs and not many treatment centers really help with vocational training or job placement when they get out. Right. But there's some places out there that do. And as a matter of fact, right in your own backyard in New Haven, Connecticut, a place just opened up called Retreat Behavioral Health. That's amazing. And mm. they have three, three locations on the East Coast and they're all fantastic. Oh, wow. I didn't know that because yeah. I knew like some of the rehabs that I went to. Well, I went to one and then I went to the halfway house that I went to. Meridian House is gone now. Um, so like a lot of them are going away, which is sad. And it, and it's true what you're saying. It is about the money because then there's Silver Hills, which, you know, is basically like a Hollywood getaway for a lot of people, you know. Yeah, well, if that's the go-to place in Connecticut, Silver Hills. But yeah, and then you, have, I think Lighthouse, which is a which is a sober housing place, which is is pretty good. They run a great program, but it's anywhere from ten to twenty thousand a month, and it's for executives. Right. But they run a tight ship. But there's, and that's you know, the, the IOP programs in sober housing. When you leave aftercare, is a huge component. You really, because when you're in treatment, how, how are you really going to treat someone that's been using for a year, five, 10, 15 years and 30 days? Right. You do your job in 30 days, but then when people leave, it, it's your job to keep them engaged yep. and keep them on the right track. You know, and it's easy for them to slip off because a lot of people go home to the same, same people, places and things. And that's even more of a problem because they're right back where they started from. Right, right. I think that's the one reason why the rehab I went to worked. It's not the rehab that worked. It, I think it was the halfway house that I went to for six months after was what taught me how to live with what they taught me in the rehab. Because I well, learned that stuff in the rehab, but I didn't know how to apply it. So if I just went back to the old people, places and things... I pretty would I would have lasted probably two weeks, you know. Well, I'm, I'd say that you're pretty much an example of what you're supposed to do then, right? Because first of all, you have to take it seriously and really want to get better when you go in. But then when you go out, you have to commit yourself to really staying better, right? And you know, I, I look at you can take a model like I'm sure you're familiar with Teen Challenge, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So Teen Challenge is a one-year faith-based program. I worked for Teen Challenge for a year and a half when I started in this industry. When I had my DUI and I got out of jail, I actually worked worked for Teen Challenge. And after seeing the way they ran their program, I said to my senior pastor, who's Jimmy Jack, I said, Jimmy, 
I said, do you really think it's God that's making people clean? I know God is a big component and with God, anything is possible without him. Nothing's possible. Right. At the same time, when you have God in your life, you, you're going to you're going to do the right thing, not the wrong thing. And, you know, we all know that drinking to an excess or using drugs is the wrong thing. So you just don't do it. But the question I posed to him was when someone is in a program like Teen Challenge for a year long, they're going to get better. They're going to heal. Right. Their body's going to heal. Their brain's going to heal. And their spirit's going to heal being in a, in a faith-based program. So you have all the elements of getting it better, getting better. But the thing was, other programs aren't a year long. And Teen Challenge is a free program. They just charge you whatever you can afford. Right. So there aren't any places out there like that. But, you know, we have to, If since there aren't, we have to expedite the healing process as best we can. Mm-hmm. So people are in more position to heal their brains and they can make the right decisions. Because right now, after 30 days, they're not. Right. They're still craving when they leave. Right. And there's not enough Narcan around either. That's another problem. Yeah, well, they're running low on it because of, you know, like we said at the beginning, the epidemic is shadowing the pandemic. Yes. All we're talking about is COVID now. But people, more and more people are are overdosing. Yes. More people are relapsing. More yes. people are dying. Yes. That's, so, that's the sad part. That's why I was so excited to interview you tonight because you know so much about this. And this is what they aren't talking about right now. And it's it's sad. It is. But, you know, it, look, it, I think with the newest administration coming in and and all this nonsense behind us with the election and all the other crap with the lawsuits and and people hammering each other politically, I think we're going to start taking some of these things really seriously. And now that they yeah. we have a vaccine, hopefully it'll work. Yeah. But when we start to get this under control, they're going to see how bad that then that once the vaccine comes out and people get better, you're going to, now they're going to have to deal with the epidemic of, of overdose and, you know, addiction. Yes. Let's not forget. It's not only drinking and drugs. You know, many people are home watching porn now and gambling online. I mean, all sorts of addiction are coming into play now. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, forget it. That was already going on now, like before, but now with social media and people just around, you know, like you, you got to have a bubble to go cheat or do anything. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, the isolation is killing people. Yes. It really isolation is, is definitely killing people. Yes, absolutely. So, hi, this is Sora Mar. How are you tonight? Hi, Sora. Nice Good. to meet you. Thank you. So they call me the modern day medicine woman because I actually offer um, energy healings and help people um, through life coaching events and sessions just go through these traumas and go through these addictions. So I wanted to offer you um, maybe five gifts certificates that you could give to your clients or your patients that um, are going through some tough times that I could help spiritually just move that energy through their body and help them get better. That that's great. I I, listen, I believe in I believe in all sorts of of uh, you know other kind of treatment, holistic treatment, spiritual treatment, energy treatment. Yeah. I mean Reiki. There's a lot of different other modalities out there that work. And I'm the kind of person where, you know, you you, you throw as many things on the wall as you can and hope that something sticks instead of just taking one thing and throwing it on the wall and saying, oh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So right. Absolutely. I, I'm totally I'm totally for it. Oh, awesome. And you know. Being, being, you know, until I started adding, adding all of the holistic components to our treatment, and you understand a lot of them. I mean, we do cryotherapy, we do hyperbaric treatments, we do um, IV therapy, which I'll get to in a second, infrared sauna, 
That's awesome. We do PMS, IASIS, and the IVs that we do are absolutely amazing. We do something called NAD, which is nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. What that is, it's the fluid inside every one of your cells. Everyone, it's in every cell in your body. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Inside the cells is mitochondria, which is actually the battery for your cell. And then there's your telomere, which is which tells you how long you're going to live. So when through stress, anxiety, depression, alcohol, drug use, or just age, your cell walls start to thin out and you and you start to lose the the NAD in your system. The liquid starts to leak out. Well, when that happens, the battery which is inside your cell and mitochondria starts to dry up. And when it dries up, that's why when you see an alcoholic or an opiate addict, they look so old, you know, they may be 40 and they look like they're 60 or 70, but then when they get clean for, you know, over a short period of time, when they get really, really clean and the NAD starts to build up in their system again, they look vibrant and young again. Well, by infusing NAD in the system through IV, you're revitalizing the cell and your body comes back to life again. Yeah, much faster. So, you know, when you do that and ketamine treatments and some of the Myers cocktails, you're actually boosting, you know, cell production and growth and healing. And that's what we need. Yeah, absolutely. That's almost like a soul shot because the addiction (laughs) takes your soul and then that's just replenishing your soul. (laughs) I guess you could look at it that way. (laughs) I've never heard it put that way, but I guess so, Davey. Well, you you can market that one now. (laughs) Shogun actually uh, worked in Silver Hill, so I know he's got a question for you. Yeah, you know, uh, I've worked in a lot of different hospitals, and I I work in a a mental health uh, unit right now. um, And it's not a dual, well, it is a dual diagnosis unit, um, but it's just, it's an adult unit. And the problem that you had mentioned earlier with uh, like the the impatient cyclical nature, the patients come in, they get clean, um, they have an unaddressed mental illness, let's just say schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder, and then they go, they take their medication, they get clean, and then after a certain duration of time, they feel like they don't need that medication anymore, and then the cycle begins and they get readmitted. And and I see mm-hmm. that cycle all the time, every day. Well, yeah, and one of the problems with that is, and I'll give you an example. I don't like talking about my daughter when it comes to this, but God bless her, she's almost five years sober. But, mm. but like with Lindsay, she went in and she was drinking, and and then she was doing coke with her friends, and her mom didn't want people to really know that she had an addiction problem, so she didn't want to put her in a rehab. So what does she do? Against my wishes, she sent her to to an addiction specialist. Mm. And what what does this knucklehead in Beverly Hills say? Oh, well, you have bipolar, you're ADD. So we put her on all these different medications and these medications, they don't test to find out if the medications work or not. It's trial and error. Right. Like they'll give someone an antidepressant or anxiety medication. And instead of just doing a simple PGX test, which is a mouth swab, and it tells you if the medication you're using is working or not, if it's being metabolized. So right out of the get go, you can find out if it's the right medication, but no, they do it by trial and error because these guys are all incentivized by a big pharma. The more you write, the more money you get or the more gifts you get. But anyway, so when people go into treatment centers, like when she went into Circlage, she went in on two medications and came out on 12. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You don't Uh, need all that. 
You didn't have bipolar growing up. You know where you got bipolar? From drinking and using drugs. Yep. It changed your brain chemistry. And once you get clean, you're not gonna you're not gonna be diagnosed with bipolar or or personally personal uh, personality disorder, anything like that. Right. So I do get it, but that's you know that's the first answer for most doctors or psychiatrists or even the VA for these poor vets. You go in, you have a problem, and they write you a script. They label. They, they, they yeah, yeah, they just make you part of the system. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're you're just a junkie. They're the biggest drug dealers in the world, That's Big Pharma. You know? Yeah. They are. are. All the doctors and, are paid and everything. Yeah. And, you know, my hat's still off to people in the industry that are trying to do it. Right. And Silver Hill does have some great success with some people. I mean, it's funny, but one of Lindsay's ex-boyfriends was one of your clients up there. He didn't have much success for a while, but you probably know who he is. He he owned a big hotel chain. I'm not going to say his name, of course, but yeah, we but, know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I make it a point to stop in and see him in New York every time I'm there. But um, there you go. But anyway, he, um, you know, it's you, you you do what you can. You know, you do what you, mm-hmm. you can, and you offer people the best services you can. And unfortunately, our hands are tied in a lot of cases. And unless you're in a position like I am to offer services for nothing, insurance companies don't want to pay for these things. Yeah. They don't want to pay for all the holistic stuff. Right. So yeah, I have to, that's why I made it into a sideline and I made the wellness center separate from my treatment center. That way I can, you know, I can sustain it by offering it to the general public too. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's that just makes it able for me to give it to my clients for nothing. We should do a, a charity benefit. Um, to, so you can keep the thing going and stuff and get artists that are sober and stuff and that are along the same lines and put something together. I mean, I know 2020 is tough because everyone needs as much money as they could get, but, you know, something to do in the future would help out in a lot of ways. Yeah, we, you know, we can talk about that. I'm opening a place in Southampton. Mm. Um, so we can do something there. We're also opening one in Aspen, one in, and the reason why we're opening in high end places is because a lot of these services are cash pay right. for the public. But it's you know I, I hate to say it, but you know a lot of these people that are that are, they have a lot of money. They're sitting around partying, drinking, doing drugs, and they have everyone at their beck and call. So oh, it's yeah. those areas that we want to open it up in. Yeah, I mean, like I'll I'll speak for myself. If I still had money back then, I still would be getting high and fucked up you know <laughs> it was to me i had nothing left that was the end you know yeah, but you know the good part you have money now and you're not out there getting high and getting fucked up that's true that's true so you know it's it's all relative oh if yeah people, definitely again if you want to stop you're going to stop if you're going to say that yeah and here's what gets me the most here's people that have children and 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 families at home and they have a great career and they you can put a picture of their family on one side of the counter and a bottle of booze on a or a line on the other and they pick that line or that bottle of booze over their own family right i mean it's not a hard decision it's it's a it's a moral decision a spiritual decision more than any yeah am i going to do the right thing or wrong thing true but we lose sight of that when people are in their addiction they just they get the fuck it oh, yep. oh can i say that 
Oh, yeah, you could yeah. say it. You fucking totally can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing beat your wake up call this morning. <laughs> Dude, I'm so sorry. I get I, listen, when you're raising two little boys on your own, you lose your mind sometimes. Oh yeah, I'm, I understood. I I'm, thought it was I'm funny. Sixty years old with a six and an eight years old. That's eight crazy. year old. Ooh, God bless oh you. yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. As a matter of fact, I'm getting it, packing him up in the car, and I'm driving up to to Long Island starting tomorrow through through the snowstorm. So it's not going to be fun. Oh, geez, you gotta you gotta be safe on that one. Now I got a question for you. See, see, we both know the same stuff about this. Now, is there people that you've ever turned away because you feel like they don't really want it? Because you know, like really technically, it doesn't matter. You can go anywhere and get sober if you fucking want it. They could have the shittiest rehab in the world. If you want it, you'll get sober and stay sober. So, well, no, I, I wouldn't turn someone away. But if they come in and they're disruptive, then, then I would. Then I would. Then they gotcha. have to go. Then I'm going to pollute the community. And the reason, what uh, my my facility, as a matter of fact, I take Medicaid and Medicare. I mean, most places don't. If you have Medicaid and Medicare, you go to some of the dumpiest places around. My place is oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, my place is beautiful. And I actually, I, I can send you, I should have sent you the link, but my detox I opened down here, I gave free treatment for all vets. Any vet that wow. didn't have insurance that wanted help, I gave them treatment. And I had 122 vets come in over the course of two months. Wow. wow. Well, I'll tell you what, you are going to send me the link because I'm going to put it up on our website for everyone. Yeah. So uh, we will push that every time. Yeah, it was on Fox 26 down here. They did a big big thing on it when they found out what we were doing oh wow because I, I don't know if you know this but the va doesn't even domicile the, the va does not have any inpatient programs no nope. wow. they just push them out in the street and they come back for the cocktail it's, it, it's sad that yeah why do you think they're all homeless yeah Cat. poor guys and, and we look at vets and people with medicaid and medicare like oh they're homeless people and you know why should i take them into my treatment center they're they're dirty and they, no, they're not. They're people that had regular lives. They're people that had families and they lost their jobs and lost their families. And now they're living on the street or in a car in a hotel. Right. I mean, these they're just like you and me. Yep. Unfortunately, they lost their way. So do they deserve less treatment than anyone else? Absolutely not. Yep. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. I, I thought like, I'll tell you from my, my experience, I remember toward the end, I was staying at the homeless shelter in Westport, Connecticut. Now, don't feel bad for me because Martha Stewart, when she had her show, they would bring the leftovers from the show. So we was getting like <laughs> top-notch food there. But the only requirement to stay there was I had to go to AA meetings in the place. So well, there's- Wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean to tell me there's a, a homeless shelter in Westport, <laughs> Connecticut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Is there one in Darien or in Greenwich too? I, I, I think there is one in I, Greenwich. I, I think in Connecticut you were- I think you're required to have some kind of services because there's there's believe it or not there's public housing in every town in Connecticut like there's a trailer park in Westport. Yeah, there is. Really? Yeah. 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 Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. But I had to go to this home. I had to go to this AA meeting in the homeless shelter. That was the only way they would let me stay there. But we had good food like Starbucks coffee and shit. But I used to look at the people and go, oh man, <laughs> look at you guys. But I'm not going to end up like you and blah, blah, blah. And I was I was just like them pointing out to that in that well, situation. So it was kind of for the grace of God, there go I. And there I was, I was just, just like that. that. God, 
it's God's way of bringing you to your knees, opening your eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But back then it was easier to get it was easier to get sober because the insurance companies covered all the stuff and then and then they stopped and it was a little easier. Now the laws are different. No one's making money. They would rather have big pharma make money than than uh, the rehabs and helping people out. And I got one for you right now. What did you think about Oregon uh, decriminalizing drugs? And like making it like they give you a ticket or you can go to rehab thing and they're getting rid of their jails instead of paying the jails and putting it more towards rehabilitation. Is that is that a trick question? <laughs> I, I get it. It's whatever, whatever way you take it. <laughs> I, come on. Legalizing drugs. I mean, safe injection sites are bad enough. Right. I can understand the public health issue with that and making sure people don't. You're not spreading diseases and trying to keep things under control. Mm. But I mean, come on, legalizing heroin and cocaine. Please. Right, right, right. I don't. You know, maybe it works in other countries where they say it does. Yeah. But we have an we have an epidemic here. You don't. I don't think this is the right time to launch something like that. I really don't. Right. I guess. Guess what? I guess we're going to find out if it works or not. I guess we will. See me, I kind of have mixed mixed view on it. I kind of think, you know what? Instead of putting the people in jail and like just sending them out as addicts, but now they learn how to steal and rob a little better because they went to jail. It's a little better to like put them into rehab and give them a shot. Like they're not giving them safe places to use. You get a fine. You get a ticket. It's decriminalized. Like you you get like a fine. And then you have an option to get not have the fine and go to rehab, or you pay the fine. And then I think it's the second offense you get jail. And, I, and, like and I think it's still I think it's decriminalized under a certain amount that you have. Right, it's not full legalization. Yeah, yeah, so, right, yeah. right. It's not for dealers either; it's for users. Yep. So I'm willing but, to see. I agree with you on one point, but then I'm also thinking, hey, it might be a good thing because they're actually, you know, like some people actually, they might learn from going to rehab, even if they weren't ready to get sober at that time. That'll still give them the option to learn that they can come back and they got a place and they don't just get turned away. You know, well, you look at, and I respect everyone's opinion. I'm not going to judge anybody, but look, I am just, I'm so anti-drug. I've seen what it done, it's done to so many people right. that not only that I know, but people I, I, that I help. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just, I can't stand alcohol and I can't stand drugs. And I just, it's, I just don't get it. I don't look right. at when I, when I was 21 and I was working on wall street and I was out a weekend warrior. All right. I was doing it to have fun. It was a weekend thing, and I'm not justifying it, but I saw every time I drank or partied, there was something bad that happened. Something happened in my life. A deal fell apart. I didn't make a meeting. Someone someone else in my family got hurt. Something always happened. Right. And I don't, I don't know if people really look at things in retrospect and really evaluate the crap that came with it, but mm. there's always something there. Sooner or later, we pay a price for the things we do in our life. You're right. That's, you know, the signs were always there for me. When I look back, yeah, it was always, God was always knocking on my door saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But the devil always had his way. Oh, yeah. That was our ego. He's got out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. You got to be willing to listen, you know, and, and say yes to yourself. That's the hardest part for our people. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. But we Just turn a deaf ear sometimes, exactly. a blind eye and a deaf ear to what's yeah, right. That's true. So, 
anyway, but, you know, look, at my hat's off to you. Like I said, anyone that's trying to help in some capacity for the right reason, I give them credit. Right. I think, like, hey, you know, I'm with you. It's kind of a mixed bag. I'm willing to see if it works, like, to see if the rehab works. If more people get sober than they normally did before, then I think it's, yeah. then I think it's a success. But we won't know until... You know, no, it's going to take a while too. It's not going to happen overnight where they're going to start, you know, evaluating things and doing, you know, getting statistics on it. But after, you know, over the course of time, I'm sure. And we don't know what's true or not true right now because big pharma is going to try to taint things and come out with negative numbers and because they want to keep the money in their ballpark and they don't want it, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's going to be interesting when we see like the real results of like the effects of 2020 and the whole pandemic and everything going on and people being like cooped up and isolated, all the addiction that comes out and stuff, because some of it's starting now. It's not really like, going to the next level like they're not yeah. realizing they haven't like blacked out it's not they're not throwing up yet the withdrawal's not there but it's gonna start happening you know what i mean oh, this is the beginning yeah. yeah well you know there's so much there's so much attack i mean even i mean human trafficking is becoming huge too and is that due to you know does is that related to the to the addiction epidemic or not i think there's a direct correlation because they're using drugs to you know they're to keep people high and they're just it's just another addiction and it's it, it's sad the, the way things are turning these days it's really really sad right it, it definitely is well um tell all our listeners what your uh what your website is it's matthewshope.org we're a not-for-profit we're based out of st joseph's medical center in houston texas and we had a unit up in um the heights hospital which is being renovated that's in houston too mm. um and our um, our wellness center is called Stemlift, S-T-E-M-L-Y-F-T, and that's stemlift.com. And we offer those services to all the people in our program. And um, if anyone wants to come to our program, they can call uh, they can call eight four four end a n d hope, which is eight four four two six three four six seven three. And we do take Medicaid, uh, in state Medicaid, but we take Medicare nationally, and. Uh, you know, we'll keep you as long as you need to be there. If, if your insurance runs out, we'll still keep you. And if we have to give you a scholarship, we'll do the best we can to give you one. Mm, that is awesome. That is awesome. Mike, you, you are too. the man. Uh, next time you're up around this area, I know we always say we're going to get together. The last time I fucked up when we were supposed to hang in Greenwich, but uh, <laughs> we'll definitely have well, to get I together. Well, if, if it permits, I will be in Greenwich. I have a friend, unfortunately, that's really sick up there. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be stopping up. But I'll give you a call. But uh, anytime, listen, if you'd ever like to go up to retreat, you should visit the place because the owner is one of the most honorable and integritous people I've ever met in the industry. His name is Peter Shore. Mm -hmm. And if you ever need anyone that needs help, that's probably, you know, and not to slight Silver Hill because they have a great program too. But Peter's a great guy. Awesome. I will. Yeah. I will do that. And I want you to send me the link. Text me over the link and like a graphic and I'm going to put that up so it'll be permanently on the website and we'll give you a I'll shout out and let people know every episode for you. All right. I'll send it over. Uh, I'll send it over as soon as I hang up, buddy. Thank right. you, everybody. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, Michael. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless. All right. That was an awesome show. Yeah. All right. That was an amazing show. Awesome. Tune in next week. We got Mystic Bowie. Yeah. All right. Ooh. 
You guys pumped or what? Yes. Woo! So excited. Last right. one of the year. Oh, yeah. We're going to go over some shit. It's going to be good. Go harder. Follow us. Modern modprobshow.com or at modprobshow and show us some love. Like us, lick us, and love us. It's getting naughty in here. Yeah. Shogun, you're going to have to clean these mics after I'm done jerking them. Don't jerk my mics, David. Mm. Next week. Boom! Watch out for those roast beef curtains. Roast beef curtains. Ride the snake. Oh, I can't with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't.